So how am I going to do this? Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey. Is this starting or no? Uh, No, not yet. I'm trying to figure out how we're going to start. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Mama Said So. So we're just going to go ahead and start with the introduction of who we are. And I guess I can start myself. My name is Jenny. I am an athletic trainer. I am also a wife to my husband, Bado, and I am a parent of two, one girl, one boy. They are about 20 months apart. It's a shame. I should know the exact (laughs) number. (laughs) But um, yes, very close in age, uh, very young right now. My oldest is three going on four next month and the youngest is two going on 35 going yes absolutely (laughs) going on 35 my name is miriam i am 36 years old married with one three-year-old boy and another one coming any day now uh my profession right now is a pediatrician and um yeah that's it for right now Hi, I'm Charm. Um, I have been married almost six years to my husband, Rick. We have two boys, Ricardo Jr. and Jaden, who are four and almost two in a couple of weeks. Professionally, I have about a decade of sales and marketing experience. I'm currently a national sales and marketing director. Awesome. So that's who we are individually. And uh, I'd like to introduce ourselves um, as a collective group. We off air or off the mic are very close friends. We um, met in college, although I met Miriam (laughs) at birth. (laughs) A little before that. Uh, Miriam is my sister, <laughs> but um, I guess, you know, as a as the group of friends that we are that started out in college um, and we have been inseparable since um, I graduated in 2007. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I met Charm in 2004, Four? maybe. Or so. No, you're not asking. So me. we've been yes, we've been going for a little while, and we have uh, sort of been experiencing the same milestones in life together. Not at the same exact time, you know, but uh, give or take a year or so, we've been experiencing the same milestones. And currently, we have young families, and we are obviously all mothers uh, and we come together very often to just speak about our experiences so we decided to have our conversations on air and have you be uh, just a um, a listener of our conversations and uh, we'd also like you to take part in the conversation and uh, let us know what you're thinking in regards to the topics that we're having or if there's something that you're concerned about or what have you we can also um, discuss those things as well but very um, informal but helpful Uh, we always walk away from these conversations just feeling like we've been heard and even if there isn't a solution at least we were able (coughs) 
<clears throat> excuse me, at least we were able to talk it out or talk it through. And so that's who we are. I think one of the things as moms, we seldom take the time to check in with ourselves. And I think it's very valuable to have a sisterhood that you can rely on, depend on, trust, um, and vent to. Um, so I think that's what we try to be for each other as we go through life's ups, downs, challenges, um, wins and losses. And like Jenny was saying, you know, we wanted to invite you guys to be a part of the conversation because one thing we do know is that moms are better together. Uh, we can learn from each other's experiences and perspectives. And sometimes we can just be too close to a situation to be able to see a way out or a way through. And I think um, it was just a the good time for us to circle up together and invite you guys in. Yep. So... I would now like to introduce a segment that we will have, um, you know, it'll be a continuous thing, but we all know that our kids say the darndest things. Uh, so this um, segment is called What My Child Said. Um, it can be funny, obscure. It can be uh, something that is not of their age, um, super smart or, or whatever it is, but something that just kind of in your mind made you step back a little bit and, you know, be like, did my child just say that? <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll start with Miriam. Okay, so like I mentioned before, I have a three-year-old, and these past few weeks, he's really mastering the skill of postponing bedtime, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so what he likes to do most nights is um, after dinner, watch Paw Patrol or Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> so when he first asked us to put it on, he'd be like, okay, just one Paw Patrol, and then I'm going to go to sleep. Of course, the 25-minute episode ends. We're ready to turn off the TV. No, no, no. Ten more minutes and then I go to sleep. And we're trying to get him out of this habit of whining, but I think this is just the beginning of that. Mm. And then so when we tell him, stop whining, AJ, he goes into his prayer hands. <laughs> and he says, please, please, please. So those are tactics, these this three-year-old uh, hijackers of the home. That, mm. that's, that's the uh, phase that he's in right now. Probably with puppy dog eyes and, mm -hmm. all, and all, all of that. All of that and the above, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's my child, what he said. That's funny. He has a watch, right? He does have a watch, but he does not wear it. It's one of those things out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. um, so his conception of what five minutes versus ten minutes <laughs> versus one minute, I have no idea. Right. I think what he really looks at it is the number of episodes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because he could tell when one episode, because, you know, we're just doing um, from the, not the on demand, but we're doing from the list of recorded right. episodes. No so commercials. He knows that one, right. So he knows that one ended. And then he's like, no, 10 more minutes. So I think he thinks 10 more episodes. And mm -hmm. we're like, nah, bro. Mm -hmm. Upstairs now. Right. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I asked about the watch is because uh, I was actually in a parent uh, meeting at uh, Ruby's school. Ruby is my oldest. And uh, we were talking about... Um, 
I can't remember what the topic was, but one of the parents said something about they got their daughter a watch. And whenever she tries to challenge them or ask why, uh, like she, she'll ask, why do I have to leave school now? Or why do I have to go to, you know, whatever, whatever the question is, they say, well, what time does your watch say it is? Hmm. And if it's school time, it's school mm-hmm. time. We're going because your watch says it's school time. If it's bedtime, well, what time does your watch say? Does your watch <laughs> say it's like if they already know and have the routine that eight o'clock is the bedtime? Mm-hmm. What time does your watch say? Does it mm-hmm. say eight o'clock and they go to bed? And I thought that was pretty clever because, you know, having a watch at that age, I guess, is a novelty or it's a. Yeah, they can barely sell time. So they know the numbers, but right. I think I have my own version of that because, of course, we got Alexa in the house, Mm -hmm. and when he starts to whine and everything, he'd be like, "Why?" And I said, "Alexa, (laughs) what time is it?" Yeah. (laughs) Does it say bedtime? (laughs) No, maybe is there a way to do that? I don't know. Maybe because if it's already telling me after nine, I'm like, "Come on, AJ, you heard Alexa? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's after nine. We gotta go." That's good. All right, so my uh, little story is that today I was in the kitchen and Brax was with me. Braxton is my youngest, and he's kind of in and out of the kitchen like he always does. But Ruby stayed in the living room with where all the toys are, and I'm thinking she's probably playing or what have you. I asked her, what are you doing? She said nothing, and of course, I did not check on her right away, but I finally go into the living room, and I'm hearing snip snips, and she grabbed scissors from somewhere, Mm. and she was cutting away at things, and Mm -hmm. I see bits of pieces of paper all strewn about the couch, (laughs) and she had this little, you know, necklace thing that wasn't expensive at all it was just a party favor um you know one of those little things that they bring home and then i see pieces of fringe from my one of my throw blankets Mm. on the floor and kind of all around and you know i'm like excuse me ruby (laughs) what are you doing and you know she has the guilty look on her face and i say do kids use scissors? And she said, no. And I said, <laughs> I almost can't say this with a straight face. I said, so who are the only, who, who can use scissors? I think I said. And she was like, people. <laughs> and I was like, that's not what I was going for. <laughs> because we have, oh, I have explicitly said to her, that only adults use scissors mm-hmm. and the same thing like in um bubble guppies they say the same thing and mm-hmm. you know one of the episodes where they i don't know it was an episode about cutting hair or something like that or hairstyles um so it's something that i've said to her more than once it wasn't anything new and she said people <laughs> i was like yeah yeah guess you were right on that one <laughs> yes yeah, she was So I'll go with uh, one of the most recent ones, I guess, from like last night or the night before. My oldest, who is very smart, um, always tries to outwit us or come up with another question that is like, just stop talking. But a couple nights ago, he uh, was running with my younger son and he scratched his toe, his pinky toe on our wood floors. He didn't realize it right away until he went to put his shoes on. Um, 
And then he's like, ow, when he starts to walk and he took his shoe off and he sees blood. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He fell out. Mommy, it hurts so bad. Daddy, take me to the hospital. My my foot's falling off. I don't know what to do. Going crazy. So I finally take him upstairs because it's bedtime. And we're sitting on his bed. And I decide to give him this long story about the time I broke my leg. So because he has his foot now with the scrape on his pinky toe elevated on the bed because he's in so much pain he can't take a bath he can't lay on his side he just has to elevate his foot so I'm telling him the story about my leg when I broke my leg and I'm giving him visuals like it went all my whole leg you know not a scratch not a scrape he's like well was it bleeding listening very intently and so finally I finished the story and he sits up in the bed with his eyebrows really scrunched together and he says to me mommy you have to be more careful. Uh, 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 <laughs> I was like, after all that, <laughs> you're going to scold me? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, wow. I'm trying to help you. But yes, he did end up calming down because he was listening so intently to this story. But it's just like, wow, the kid was going to lose it. Mm, that's Where funny. Do come you guys, from? Right. Do you no guys have idea. Uh, band-aids in the house with the characters of course. and everything? So he used all those as stickers. Um, but <laughs> we do have the regular band-aids left. Yeah, those are long gone. So yes, we put the regular band-aid on it, little cream, all that. But it literally was like... A little cut. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. That's funny. I asked about the band aid only because, so we have them, obviously. And uh, Ruby would be like, like she'll hit her hand against something <laughs> or her foot or whatever. And then she'd be like, I need a band aid. Mm-hmm. Is it bleeding? No. Everything is band aid, including my floors, and, my walls. And I said, if it's not bleeding, we're not putting a band aid on it. All right. <clears throat> But any opportunity she gets, you know, any little boo-boo or whatever, she's like, I need a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. Craziness. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, we have uh, just a, a topic question, I guess, um, to start the real conversation of what we're having today. And it basically is, what is the biggest and the current a mommyhood obstacle that's also a great joy. Uh, yeah, we can you can start, Miriam, if you have if you know what that is for you. So first thing that came to mind is uh, at this age we know AJ uh, recently turned three, and yes, it's amazing to see a child you know transition from week to week, month to month. Wow, he has this in his vocabulary, or wow, he can do this, or he knows what this is, or what this means. And I think that um, my mommyhood obstacle at this time is observing him growing to be independent, but then trying to balance that out because them trying to not gain their independence but actually expressing their independence can come off as uh defiance Mm. right so you're Mm -hmm. amazed that they can do this and then the other no i want to do it by myself whether it be putting clothes on or you know anything they're going in the kitchen to do things by themselves uh to grab something to eat or something like that 
or walking down, uh, you know, certain flight of stairs that might not be the safest, like, you know, how my, in my house, of uh, going down to the basement. He wants to do that by himself. Meanwhile, he oh. does have the experience of falling before. Hmm. Um, you know, just little things like that. And, you know, just trying to explain to him, no, you can't do that or let me do that. Or... You're trying to, you're in a rush. You know, it's just everyday life. You're in a rush. You're trying to do things. Boy, if you don't let me put this coat on and zip it up and put your hood on right now. Mm -hmm. But no, let me do it. And it's just taking forever. And then it's like, it could be a struggle, right? Because then now we're talking about you not only getting the child prep for school, but you're trying to make it to work on time. It's any other. And it's like, you don't want to stifle your child's um, independence, right? You don't want to stifle who they are and trying to figure things out by doing it for them. Mm -hmm. But then how do you bounce that if you have stuff going on on your end? So I think it speaks to a bigger thing as far as this child. Yes, you gave birth to this child, but he's not necessarily your own your own 100% on this earth. Because mm. this is going to grow up to be an independent Young adult, adults, whoever, to serve society, serve humanity, um, to live out his God-given purpose, right? And so just like we can't hold their, hand, their hands and cater to them all the time and baby them, um, we also can't, you know, we can't stand in their way either mm -hmm. um, of exerting their independence and just seeing what that looks like, right? We can't stifle the process. Mm -hmm. How does that translate everyday life? That is the mm -hmm. mommyhood obstacle. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And the joy is uh, the joy again is just observing. Like, wow, you know that you know about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Like, who told you that? Mm -hmm. The other day, he's like, um, how did that get here? What do you know about that? <laughs> or then he's, or he'll say something like, where did that come from? Or, the, or now he's doing a lot of, what does that mean? Yes, and what Ruby does that too. mean? Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just so beautiful just, you know, mm -hmm. looking at me like, oh, wow, you're really interested and you really want to know how this works and the ins and outs of this thing. Um, but again, those moments where they're trying to exert their independence, not necessarily the most opportune time for us mm -hmm. because we're still trying to make it through the day. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the obstacle, right? Because then it's like you're sacrificing. You're like, okay, am I going to sacrifice my convenience right now or what does it mean to be late a few minutes because you're trying to watch your child you know i guess work this particular situation out and see if he gets from point a to point b independently right because mm -hmm. this is a, this may be a milestone for him you'll know what that one moment is right that he's gonna learn that great lesson like wow i got this i've mastered this let's move on to something else mm -hmm. yeah and you don't want to be in his way mm -hmm. and then to that same mm -hmm. point like when they get frustrated, how do you respond? You right. know what I mean? Like having to coach them through that experience. Right. Because everything is like a learning experience. Right, right, right. Right. So then again, right? So what you're seeing as defiance, mm -hmm. maybe taking over and your whole mindset is shifted from, oh, you know, he's, you know, becoming more independent. He's He would like to learn at this moment to... I got to control this situation because this little kid is being disrespectful right now. Mm -hmm. and he's getting away of us moving out of the house or, you know, getting to the next task of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. then that goes to a whole nother thing that, of course, we'll have conversations about later as far as like, you know, discipline. Yeah. And um, maybe chastising right then that moment with your voice. How far do you go? Even mm -hmm. if you're just using a voice. I'm not talking about anything beyond, you know, using your voice, raising your voice, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. I've been trying for a long time to master the tone. Master the tone. Okay. Yeah. 
uh, it's still a work in progress. But um, you saying, first of all, I my current obstacle is pretty much the exact same. You saying that is, is uh, making me think of Braxton now. I uh, bring him to school every day now, as opposed to um, Bottle, who used to bring them both to school. and But that was a big hassle because they're in different schools. So now I always bring Braxton. Bottle always brings Ruby. And um, so I we wake up a little bit earlier since his school opens earlier. And since I have to be at work at a certain time, we wake up a little earlier and it's just us two in the bathroom going back and forth <laughs> in the mornings mm-hmm. uh, with the first thing is always with brushing the teeth. <laughs> and the second thing is sometimes it depends on how he's feeling that day, but putting clothes on or his underwear on or something like that. And one day he was like, um, I tried to put the underwear on and he was like, no, I do it. And like grab the underwear out of my hand. And immediately after, like once he had it, he was like, I don't want underwear and threw it on the floor. And I was like, did you just try to dupe me? <laughs> you know, because once when they say I do it, I'm right. like, all right, they're going to try, you know, you know, and then mm-hmm. he, like, <laughs> excuse me, he threw it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Talk about some, no, I don't want it. And you, yeah, yes. How do we respond in those moments? Because, oh my gosh, that is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. You are trying to get out the door at a certain time and, you know, also not ruin their day slash their life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. You, you just don't know. No, uh, seriously. And, uh, yeah. Because yep, you think about it like, okay, I've heard and read things like the way you talk to your children is how they will in the future talk to themselves, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. the tone, the words, like right, right, the right. mercy, whether you're like yes. hard on them or whether you're right. not, like all of that is deposits right so you don't want to build bad self habits for them but at the same time to your point because I have a different one but like it's hard to balance between like creating a structure and a discipline where they respect you as the adult and Mm -hmm. as the authoritarian in the situation versus letting them figure it out and it's like I don't want to raise kids that are not respectful or like that are loose and wild or crazy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to be so stifling that they feel like they're suffocating Mm because I've seen that, too. And it's like you get to a point it's just rebellion and you just, you know, go the total opposite way of everything your parents ever wanted you to do. Right. So it's like, how are we supposed to know what that balance is? Like, it's crazy. But. Yeah, it's it's this thin line to tell. It definitely sure. is. And I and I'm seeing or maybe I just project a little bit more uh with Ruby and I and I I think I look a little further in her life than I do with Braxton for some reason. I don't know why, but so you know, obviously she's getting older as well and she has had a vibrant personality from the start, but now uh she has some sass you know (laughs) and and it's just all over you know in good moments and in bad moments Mm -hmm. you know um and it's hard because you don't know necessarily how to respond to it because of course you don't want them to not be themselves Mm -hmm. but you also want them to be their best self right and if you know if there is some ugliness in that self you want to pretty it up for I mean you know tame it or right. manage it exactly yeah. and um, 
and it's just I yeah it's difficult it's it is beautiful it's a joy to see that they're growing up that they're coming into their own I I like to know and to see whatever the emotion is that my kids are expressing emotion because that's one thing that I absolutely don't want to have is our are now children but people in the future mm-hmm. grown-ups in the future who do not know how to express their emotions um so it's it's a joy seeing that but it, it's definitely um an obstacle to manage for yeah. sure i think just before charm goes to hers i think you may have it i guess doubly if you will double porch because you're talking about boy <coughs> and a girl mm-hmm. well, we me and charm have boys and I think you could see further into Ruby's future, if you will, because you're female. Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily be sense. projecting onto her what um, the things that you don't, you may not like or currently do not like about yourself. But you just you've been around females, you know right. what I mean? So mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, I've been around the stink girl in eighth mm-hmm. grade, or yes. you know, the young lady I can't work with right now at my or job. Also, or, I've I've seen or I've witnessed and and or heard about. And maybe this is more, you know, a personal thing or a fear or whatever. But I've seen, you know, the relationships with mom and daughter where it's just mm-hmm. always short, yeah. short, short, it's, short. It's always tumultuous or it's always there's always back and forth between the two mm-hmm. or whatever. And I, you know, that's the last thing that, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that's last, <laughs> you know, in a, on a parent's list. But that's not something that I would ever... I, did, I you know I wouldn't want that at all, um, and yeah, that's 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 where the that Listen, sword is. I'm not trying to leave this conversation more anxious than when I walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely gonna have to have some kind of resolution or something before we leave. It's a job bringing up all this up. stuff. <laughs> They are growing Lord up into have their own people. It's it, it is a joy. It's a joy to see and and it is a joy when I see them with other kids and seeing them be themselves with mm-hmm. other kids and you know you just you, you're kind of in the shadows and just kind of you know watching them interact with each other and you step in when necessary but it's you know it's definitely interesting. Interesting seeing the different personalities and seeing how they're interacting and all of that despite the fact that my kids don't know how to share. <laughs> it's you know. okay. Join the club. But, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I yeah, do want to hear your story, but then afterwards, maybe I'll, I'll offer what I can think of off the top of my head as far as, not resolution, but <laughs> an idea that, that just came to me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, well, I'm just thinking about what the whole thing about parenthood is sacrifice, right? So... Mm. Lewis always says, because he, you know, he leaves the house typically later than me and AJ. And he's like, yo, y'all were going at it this morning. <laughs> As if AJ's my peer. Like, right. I was going at it with someone else, with another yeah. adult. You know what I'm saying? Bottle says the same thing. The conversation y'all two be having. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the but back and forth. It's interesting because when we, again, so the word is, sac- the keyword here is sacrifice. So I think about the thing that I've been working on forever or trying to work on forever is be more, um, manage my time more wisely, I guess, and be more punctual. Mm-hmm. Whether that be work for events, whatever the case may be. 
And so when we talk about the sacrifice, that's a big sacrifice for me as far as do I, maybe I should get up earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So I could allow for that time for him to explore and figure out the things about what to wear. Mind you, my son is in a Catholic school. Got it? <laughs> so there's uniforms. <laughs> Different pants, mom. Different pants. Or just allowing that moment for him to work out those kinks, you know, okay, I, I guess I'm going to need this extra five minutes today. For him to say, no, mommy, no, mommy, no, mommy, no, mommy, to then finally just give in anyway. So mm-hmm. we want to say. So I'm just thinking about like what we have to sacrifice for those moments to give those moments time and to give those moments air to breathe and to be worked out. That's just the first thing that just came to my mind as far as what's going to help us. Because it feels always like really tight. Mm-hmm. So not only, even if we, I didn't have AJ, right? I need to just give myself that time if I'm working on this whole being punctual thing, right? Because my mind, I, I plan things to the teeth every minute so I don't allow for any mistakes. But anything can happen in your morning and you're trying to get make it out the house. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I, you burst your toast and now you got to put a fresh piece yeah. of bread in the toaster. I don't know why, but when I have those moments, I'm like, why do you do this to yourself? You, <laughs> how did you not allow... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for you need to you give know, yourself some wiggle room or right. at least transition space. time from one thing to the next mm-hmm. yeah meanwhile no, i keep it mad tight because yep, you know we like sleep i mean we don't get enough of it listen so. i've been doing this since i remember in college in college i mm. used to my freshman year i would schedule out my day around um when it was uh finals times or or mid whenever you know we were having exams mm-hmm. and i would schedule my day so that i had a scheduled study time and more times than I should probably admit or more times than not I like I wouldn't schedule the the simple things like the shower like I would have every part of my day like mm-hmm. wake up this time mm-hmm. go to you know wherever hall this time but the shower time wouldn't be in there and mm-hmm. eating time wouldn't be in there either and mm-hmm. I'd be like all right now I gotta do this when I realize I'm like I gotta do this whole schedule all over again mm-hmm. and I sorry but it, it's the time for the next thing I don't know anyway that's that's a an aside but uh yes we I and apparently you do too. <laughs> you just don't give yourself the time. At so. least for that, those morning struggles, because mm-hmm. that's prime time to be, to exert the, um, that independence for sure. Yeah, mm. and I think it ties into a bigger picture in general that we probably should schedule in here somewhere. But it's just like, when did the like lack of self care start? Like, did it actually start when we had kids and we weren't thinking about ourselves? But, like, mm. for you not to schedule time to eat is, like, you're not yeah. even thinking about, like, taking care of yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, the goal was, you know, acing the exams at that time. I hear you. But as women, you know, it's like, where right. did we learn that? Where did we pick that up? And now it's amplified because we have three, four, you know, other people that we have to care about and care for. But... Mm. It kind of ties into mine anyway with like um, my obstacle currently would be bedtime with toddlers, um, which is a joy because I don't take my kids in the morning. My husband does. So I am there, but I don't get as much quality time with them. But at night, it's like all mommy from, you know, dinner to bath to stories to prayer. And it's like intense trying Mm -hmm. to manage both of them um and get through that process and actually get them in bed at a reasonable hour which doesn't usually happen um but nevertheless we end up we're in the room you know we're having that quality time talking talking about the day and all of that 
And so the obstacle is just literally finding the time because you walk in the door and you start dinner. And from there to like 10 o'clock, it's like you're on and you're moving and you mm-hmm. don't stop to like breathe at all or debrief even from your day. Um, but obviously the joy of it is like these are moments you won't get back. This is a time where they're super dependent on you. And it's it's a blessing to be needed and to be able to care for them in that way. But it's also extremely tiring and exhausting yeah. after you've worked a full time job all day. Yep. Um, so I would say that is my double edge right there. But when, you know, you think about the fact that you have to make deposits and like when else are you going to do that? When else are you going to pour into your kids when they're with someone else for the rest of the day? Okay. So. That's Absolutely. It. So then, yeah. bigger conversation that you just uh, touched on there. Because then the self care, how do you fit that in? Because this, because we look at parenthood as a whole as of just a life of sacrifice, and that's it in mm-hmm. the story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so usually, or not usually, but a lot of times after that moment, like after they go to bed, uh, I retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't talk to anyone <laughs> I might have something to eat depending on if I ate dinner with them or not um, but you know it doesn't always work out that way because sometimes people are over or you know they come right, over right, right. or um, whatever whatever may happen or husband needs you or you know or, or he just wants you or, right. or, or yes <laughs> now you gotta entertain him exactly right. but um, I sometimes I am unapologetic about that time because it's mm-hmm. not that long that that time of retreat isn't that long because I still have a lot to do, mm-hmm. you know, after I put the kids to bed. Like, right. My day is not over. It's a good day <laughs> if they go to bed and I can just go into my bed and not necessarily go to sleep, but just kind of lounge for the mm. for the rest of the night. That's a good day, but a very rare time. So usually my retreat does not last long, um, but I have been unapologetic. Uh, last night, actually, there were... Was it last night? No, Friday night. Uh, someone... I was already in the bed. I had you know my computer and everything with me i was working on some things and bottle was actually also in the bed and then he gets a text message saying that a mutual friend was coming over and i was like all right (laughs) and he goes downstairs he lets them in and everything he's like are you coming i was like they can come up here if they want but i'm not getting out this hello i'm not and then and then they text me and I also happened to doze off in the middle of what I was doing. Um, but I, once I was up and alert or whatever and back to whatever I was doing, I texted them back. Uh, I dozed off. And that, like, I didn't give any other, mm-hmm. I'll be down there later or Good for anything you. like that. Yeah. Because, I, because I also know that once I go down, I'm going to regret the amount of time that I spent down there. And mm-hmm. we're going to have a good time, right. sure. We're going to enjoy the conversation. But... Despite me dozing off, I did have stuff to do on the computer, mm-hmm. and I did just want to be by myself at that time after running errands with the kids all day and wrestling with them at times and, mm-hmm. you know, craziness. So, yeah, I just need a time of retreat, you know, once I put them to bed. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree that that's a tough time for me because then... 
I'm hungry, I'm tired, and I'm not as nice. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you want to mm-hmm. ask Rick hangry, about that. Hangry. Yes. Um, so that's usually the time where he, like, walks up and, like, oh, my turn, you know? And it's like... Yeah. Um, it's like (laughs) one second it's actually (laughs) my turn can I use the bathroom you know like just give me a second but you know that can spill into other things if his time never comes around but at the same time it's just like I need to just take a deep breath for a second I like the word unapologetic definitely Yeah, I need to get there all right, so um, this was great. And, and, you know, obviously this conversation can spill into many other things. So we're going to stop right here. But we're going to ask you guys, uh, what is it for you in your life right now, in your uh, life of being a mother um, and however many other hats you may have? What is your biggest obstacle between you um, mothering your child or children? Uh, But that is also a joy. I want us to be able to find a joy in those things and have a different perspective at times and be able to uh, maybe think of maybe not solutions, uh, but ways that we can either enjoy that time a little bit better or manage it better, like Miriam's suggestion in terms of allowing more time in the morning for the back and forth. Mm -hmm. Um, And we may be able to actually enjoy those times that are are tough for us or tough between, uh, you know, us and our children. Uh, So, so... Think of what that is, but also search for the joy in it and, and see how you can maximize that joy. Uh, and, and let us know. Let us know what it is and what you think. It's been great, guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we reintroduce ourselves again? Before? Sure. Again, I am Jenny. I am a mother of two, one girl, one boy. I am also a wife and an athletic trainer. Uh, currently working in the role as an injury prevention specialist for a large company. <laughs> I'm Miriam, wife, mother of one, about to be two, and I am a pediatrician. I'm Charm, uh, the middle sister, um, <laughs> wife of almost six years to Rick, mother of two, Ricardo Jr. and Jaden, who are four and almost two years old. And professionally, I have been in sales and marketing for the past decade or more and currently a national director of sales and marketing. And again, thank you for listening in and joining in on the conversation. This is Mama Said So, and we look forward to speaking with you guys next time. Bye. Bye.